0: I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. And Welcome to episode 97 here on the Art of Homeschooling podcast, all about the beauty of homeschooling rituals. In this episode, I'm sharing my observations of of why rituals can really help make homeschooling special. And I have some ideas for you, some rituals that I want to share that you might choose to do with your family. So, Let's start off with this concept here. Rhythm plus rituals can really help us stay grounded and present in the moment. And at the same time, rhythm plus rituals can help our children feel more secure and know what's coming next. Let's start with this idea of rhythm Rhythm allows us to stay in sync, to get in sync with one another and stay in sync. And it can help take some of the guesswork out of what's coming next, right? How our days flow. So what exactly is rhythm? I like to define it as an easily recognized regular pattern, a repeated pattern. As homeschoolers, We want to, we get to design our days and our lessons in such a way that one activity flows smoothly into the next. When we add rituals to these daily, weekly, monthly rhythms, we can bring, I'd say more depth, more intention to our lives along with a sense of reverence for the tasks and the activities, the lessons that we do together with our children. Rituals often involve gesture, words, actions, even objects with activities that are intentionally planned in a certain sequence. So when we add rhythm and ritual together, it really makes for a powerful combination. Rituals can help deepen the rhythm that we create and then help us create traditions for our family that we might repeat regularly day to day and even from one year to the next. And today in this episode, I wanna talk about how poetry and verses and songs, plus little actions can help us marry rhythm and ritual in a really, really wonderful way. So poetry, verses, and songs contain rhythm within them, right? And they're great tools to help us bring rhythm to our days and ritual, more ritual to our family. They provide a way to build both rhythm and ritual. So we might ask ourselves a couple of questions. Where can we create a space for pause in our day? where can we create a place for calm and connection maybe by adding a ritual and what do our transitions look like throughout the day and how can we bring more peace to those moments the goal really is to establish anchor points of connection throughout the day anchor points of connection Because moments that are predictable and connected allow children to feel safe and more at ease so that they can relax more into the activities and the lessons. So in this episode, as I said, I'm offering you a few ritual ideas and verses for those different points throughout the day. You can find more, though, in the show notes, and I, um, you'll find the actual words to all the things that I'm sharing today. You can check out the show notes at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 97. And if this idea of adding more ritual and rhythm to your day by bringing more verses and songs, if it's something you want to bring more of to your family, then come join me and an amazing group of homeschoolers from all over the world inside the Inspired at Home community, where we actually have monthly verses and songs for all 12 months of the year and a special. Print out that you can use that has verses and songs for both every day and special days. Inspired at Home also offers training, master classes, and group coaching. So be sure to check out the known show notes <laughs> to learn more about that membership community. Okay. Here are a few times of day. Let's start with that that you might consider adding ritual to so before lesson time or as you begin your lessons after lesson time at meal times at bedtime and at other points throughout your day because how we begin and end an activity really does matter and i like to encourage homeschooling parents to find a poem to begin And end your lessons that you can stick to for either a month, a season, or even your whole homeschooling year. That way your children know what to expect and everyone steps into the lesson with fewer words, fewer cajoling, fewer trying to talk people into doing what you want them to do. So, you might also choose a gathering song for the morning. This is just a song that you could play on recorder or another instrument that, that indicates, uh, that that you use to call everyone together, right? Once everyone knows this, what this song means and they come to the living room, that's the idea. Or wherever you plan to begin, whatever room you do your homeschooling in, once everyone gets that idea and knows this song is the indication to gather, then it gets easier and easier as time goes on. So just keep playing the song until everyone shows up and in this way a simple song just allows everyone to say yes right okay it's time now and without using any words a beautiful thing you could choose a poem to recite together once you've gathered And you really will all quickly memorize this, just from the repetition. Some families also like to light a candle before reciting a verse, either when you gather together first thing to do some verses and songs or poetry, like a circle time together, or when you begin your lesson, lighting a candle can be really special. And then at the end, you can recite a closing verse after you've finished your lessons for the day. Just a simple poem, again, that you can memorize to signify that you're finished with the the directed learning for that day. So here are a few uh, verses and ideas for you. So our favorite opening verse for years and years, when my kids were in the earlier grades, is called, "A Golden Sun, and it goes like this. O golden sun, so great and bright, warms the world with all its might. It makes the dark earth green and fair, attends each thing with ceaseless care. It shines on blossom, stone, and tree, on bird and beast, on you and me. O may each deed throughout the day, may everything we do and say, be bright and strong and true, O golden sun. Like you, so here's a funny little side note: is that uh, a lot of these verses get passed on from person to person, and so they take on. There's actually a word for this. I wish I could remember at this moment, but it's like the the folk uh, process of passing on songs or verses. So, so the process sometimes involves things changing, like words, you might know this verse with a few different words, or you might know it when we said it. We never said the lines, it shines on blossom stone and tree, we just left those two lines out. So that's the nature of learning verses and passing them on from one person to the next. That was our opening verse. Uh, Some families use this wonderful short verse for when it's time to actually sit down at the table to do the work. So the main lesson book work, some writing, whatever that might be, here is a sweet little verse for that. May our hands work with care, may our hearts work with love, may our minds work with attention. And then at the end of the verse, our favorite, no, at the end of the lesson, our favorite verse is this one. Now that all my work has ended, what I've learned, I'll put to rest, always knowing, always seeing that I have done my very best. Wisdom and power and love will grow and I will bless all people I know. Mm, brings back so many wonderful memories. Uh, okay, so next up is lighting a candle. There's so many different times that you could add this ritual. So like I said, some families like to do it at the very beginning when they gather. So you do your gathering song and then light a candle and say some songs and verses and then blow out your candle. Other families like to do it when they sit down at the table and do their main lesson book work. And another option is to do it for story time. So uh, here is just a little verse that you might say when you light a candle for story time. And then I have a tip for you afterward. Here's the verse. Here's a spark of father son's light to shine in our hearts so warm and bright. And then at the end, when you blow it out the candle, here's a spark of father, son's light to keep in our hearts so warm and bright. Now, I will tell you, as a mother of three, that deciding who gets to light the candle was always a really big deal. (laughs) Uh, So we had to have a rotation system. That might be something you want to come up with. And, uh, and whoever, so one person would light and one person would blow out. We had a nice little brass candle snuffer that we used for blowing out the candle or snuffing out the candle. And I think it's a really special thing that kids, when you practice this, kids start Learn to strike a match at a really young age safely. You know, when I would do it at the very beginning of first grade with, with uh, a child, I would, they would actually strike, but I would hold their hand, right? I would put my hand on top of their hand to kind of help them get the rhythm of striking it. And then they would eventually be able to do it on their own. And it's something that they just find so super special and fun. So we had a rotation system for who was to light and who was to blow out on any given day, or it would last for a a couple of weeks actually. And then we'd rotate. Uh, Another wonderful verse that I actually turned into a a super simple song. And here's another idea for you is that you can take any simple verse and create a tune for it. So we had a cleanup song that went like this. And I had a gnome that I made, a really cute little stuffed gnome with a little red suit who sat on the shelf. And when it was cleanup time, this would usually be cleanup time from play time. So if we needed to be getting ready for dinner, or we were getting ready for uh, an outing, or getting ready for, it could be for, you know, getting ready for bath time or bedtime. So the gnome, I would take the gnome off the shelf, right? Or I'd ask one of the children to go get his name was Dusty Gnome, Dusty Little Gnome. And, uh, and we would say or sing this, this verse. Our gnome has come to see how tidy we can be. We put our things away so we can eat today or fill that in with whatever you want. Do lessons today. Learn today. Uh, go to bed today. <laughs> read a story today. You can fill it in however you want to. So I will just say that if you want more mealtime blessings, because that's another time to add some wonderful ritual to your day, I have an entire podcast episode about that. It's episode 64, Mealtime Blessings for Families. And you can go have a listen at artofhomeschooling.com episode 64. And I have two more verses to share with you. One is, and they're both for the end of the day. So one is for going upstairs for bath time at night, and the other is just a good night blessing at the at the very end when you kiss your kids good night. So going up for bath time uh, goes like this: climbing up the mountain, climbing so high, climbing up the mountain to the sky. One step, two steps, three steps, four, five steps, six steps, then we climb some more. And then lastly is just a bedtime verse that you might say as you kiss your children goodnight. And there are multiple, you can find any that you like, like one that resonates with you, but this is one that we said in our family. The angels watch over my sleeping and waking. They guard me by night and guard me by day. So to all of Earth's creatures, my warmth I'll be taking in each deed I do and each word I say. And then we would say good night. So there you have it. Lots of ideas for creating beautiful homeschooling rituals at your house. I hope this gives you plenty to work with so that you can combine rhythm plus ritual in in your homeschool. So all the best to you and your family as you embark on the next phase of your homeschooling journey. Don't forget, you'll find the show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 97. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast.